0: Your inside look at electronic publishing, from ebooks to websites to podcasts and more. Join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing.
1: Okay, hi. I'm Sev. I'm a writing, literature, and publishing major. And I'm here with Nisreen Galloway. And today we're talking about Simmer Magazine. So Nisi, what do you do for Simmer Magazine and give us a quick explanation of what the magazine is. Sure.
0: So I am the founder and editor-in-chief of Simmer Magazine. We're an all-online publication that caters to bringing college students good food. Um, so we do restaurant reviews tailored to individual colleges in their areas, along with recipes that are dorm-friendly and for uh chefs and cooks who maybe um, live on their own or cooking for one or small groups on a budget. And uh, we also are working on incorporating some events that bring college students out to those restaurants in their local areas.
1: Great. Sounds yummy. How did you think of Simmer Magazine?
0: Um, I actually started Simmer as an idea for a on-campus publication, just like another group um, at Emerson, because I really loved writing about food. And I Wasn't interested, or I had worked for some of the other lifestyle publications and was more interested in writing about food than the general topics of lifestyle. Um, But eventually, seeing how much it costs to be in print, um, I got into WordPress and using that medium a lot and realized that I really enjoyed um, being able to publish on a website as more of a professional standard than just a blog with a bunch of different writers. Um, so Simmer kind of developed from just a small club that I knew I wanted to do and that there were other foodies on campus who were interested in into this bigger publication.
1: Um, it was first called Saver Food Magazine, right?
0: Yeah, um, funny story. We actually went through a list of a bunch of different names. Um, food Names of food magazines, it's like insane and when it comes to the urls like i don't know how much the how much um you know about the battle for urls in the world but a lot of people will buy like really popular names and then just sit on it and sell it um oh, so that yeah. was something i struggled with a lot but yeah originally savor was uh the name we were going for and savor was too close to severe <laughs> severe can never pronounce it that <laughs> other food kind of publication um so i stumbled across you're we trying to think of a word that had to do with Eating eating well, but also like gets you hungry and kind of like goes along with that. Like food is beautiful and delicious and kind of like sexy idea of like craving something. So simmer <laughs> simmer came into
1: works. Um real quick, you use the word foodie. That's like um recently on on Live with Kelly and Michael, they talked about how the most popular word of 2013 is selfie. So a lot of these like New kind of slang words are coming into our regular vocabulary and they're making the dictionary. Very cool. Um, So, you are a writing, literature, and publishing major. Um, Considering the growing trend of publishing online, um, do you think the fact that you started Cinema Magazine as an online magazine was better? Do you eventually want to have a print version or is this? online version just skipping the print version altogether because online publishing is sort of where it's at right now.
0: Yeah, um, I think for me and for what I see for this publication, um, I do want it to solely exist online. Part of that is because I enjoy the reach that online publishing allows you, um, being able to reach college students and specifically the demographic that our magazine reaches in, in the places where they're already frequenting, which is like on their phones, on their iPads, you know, we're always connected to the internet. And that kind of immediacy is really important for um, for the magazine and for my personal goals with the magazine and people I know who are interested in it. um, But in terms of like online publishing as an industry, I do think there is a strong push towards online publishing, especially for individuals or smaller publications that might not be able to finance print. Um, But I don't believe like the newspaper medium is obviously dying a a lot stronger, but I, I think there's still a lot of room and I still really believe that print as a medium, will never die for publishing. Um, especially with magazines, I feel there's something about holding, like, a four-color copy of a petite in your hands and oh, being yeah. able to stare at a beautifully carved picture of turkey and cutting that out and putting it in a cookbook that you may cook later that, like, you know, bookmarking on an app will never, will never really um, do the same. But I do think there are a lot of benefits to online publishing that work really well for the demographic I'm trying to reach. And just for people use online and like to read on the screen you know it's definitely a different medium with shorter articles and pictures being more of a focus but
1: yeah definitely um the internet and technology aspect of it is this something you had some skill in already has it been an extreme learning process do you have an assistant for the technology portion
0: yeah um so i actually do have i would barely call myself um, technologically savvy, <laughs> but um, my, I do have a web designer and editor, um, Melanie Trickett. She is a senior, she's a visual media arts at Emerson, but she has a lot of background and um, knowledge in web development and design. Um, I chose WordPress uh, originally for the, oh goodness. WordPress.com is, like, the general one that anyone can use for blogs and stuff. Um, Now that we're a bigger publication, we've moved to, like, the .org where we can play with our own CSS. Um, I know a very basic level of HTML, a little bit more intricate knowledge of CSS, but uh, definitely not an expert. Um, Mm -hmm. It's definitely been a learning curve and kind of playing around. Um, I really enjoy WordPress because of um, the online community that that site and its users have. So a lot of things that I'm questioning or uh, things I might want to get or plugins that I might want to use, there's a a lot of people out there using them or have used them with recommendations and stuff. So it's been a learning curve, but it's been cool being part of an online community that's willing to help each other out. And then obviously having Melanie on board, is I'd be nothing without her. So.
1: How do you want to expand Simmer Magazine? Where do you want to take it?
0: Yeah, um, so I see Simmer Magazine. I'm actually in the entrepreneurial class at Emerson College in the E3 program, so moving this online publication more towards a business um, is definitely something I'm looking forward. I'd love to reach out to... Many more of the colleges in Boston and incorporate our staff and getting some more writers and being able to reach other areas, other popular college areas like New York or more like L.A. and California where there's a bunch of different schools. Um, So I I see it going a little broader down the road somewhere, hopefully, and just continuing to publish really strong, popular content that our readers want to read and paying attention to the community we we build that way and just
1: keep spreading out. Is there a cookbook in Simmer's future?
0: Hmm. I mean, there could be. You know, it's something that, I mean, we're curating all these, all the content, all the photos, all the recipes are our original content. Um, So, I mean, there's, there's possibility for that. It'd be really awesome. Um, I have a strong background in print design, so that would be really cool to play around with that. Um, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. How is it being this kind of authority to your peers? Because uh, most of the people you work with are around the same age group, so to have this entire staff under you.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely been a learning process for me. Um, I'm a resident assistant at Emerson College, so um, being a being in a leadership position is one that I've been doing for a little while. By no means is being a leadership in any position um, make you an expert. It's definitely always continuously learning how to deal with people, how to interact with different groups of people, and taking different perspectives. But um, I think with Simmer, what I'm really enjoying is um, working with a staff of people who have the same passions. Um, So, I mean, food is definitely what I think attracted people to the site or to wanting to work with me or me reaching out to them is knowing that they're foodies, we all enjoy this Common level of delicious consumption, and uh, trying to figure out how we can incorporate our passions into something that other people will want to read and that are interested, um, and. It's definitely been an interesting process learning how to work with uh, people of similar ages to me, but I think uh, making making sure that they know and that I know that I'm not trying to be something I'm not, you know, <laughs> just uh, having an honest conversation about what I think about this magazine, where things are going, and, you know, being open to collaboration and different perspectives and ideas has been really helpful and creates a really awesome balance on the staff from mine, and, and I hope for them, so,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah do you want to turn it into something bigger with huge Simmer Magazine offices and paid employees (laughs) and basically make this your work?
0: Yeah, I mean, part of what I'm doing in the entrepreneurial program is creating this as a business. So I'd love to be able to have staff writers and, you know, hire people for events and stuff like that. That's tis the goal, tis Mm -hmm. in the plan. Um, (laughs) But we'll see how things go with the world. But, yeah, that's definitely something I would love, um, to be able to have a staff with Simmer that would be amazing and everything I would want um for now you know I'm just I'm, I'm looking towards the future but trying to plan realistically and continue to put out content that draws readers and stuff to the site and hopefully things can organically grow with a little bit of a business push on my end
1: do you like handling the business end of it or do you just like staying in the kind of creative area of it
0: um I'm an I'm an interesting bird
1: um <laughs> I'm Writing, literature and publishing but I have a
0: minor in journalism and this entrepreneurial studies um, so I, I really do enjoy both parts equally um, I really I really love learning about magazines both in print and online um, how online mediums run how they work how revenue streams get generated how Google ads function into that like I really love learning about the business of that and things that work things that fail and trying them out seeing those realistic numbers like coming back to you um, but I also really Really enjoying the creative content portion and it's really hard for me to go to a restaurant and not take 16 photos and write a <laughs> recipe, or restaurant review. Um, unfortunately, as I'm building up the business side, I don't have as much time to write as many as I like um, articles and stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm at every meeting. I'm working with my managing editor to make sure the content's still where we want. We're running workshops on content and restaurant reviews and making sure everything's up to similar similar standards um, that we've always been up to. So happily dancing, dancing mm-hmm. between both.
1: So, yeah, yeah, this it sounds like you're handling a lot. What has been the hardest challenge you had to deal with?
0: I think the biggest the biggest bump we had recently cuz I mean there are a lot of there are a lot of little challenges and they'll still keep popping up especially as I learn more about the business side and how to keep the magazine running, but one of the more more recent funny mishaps were um, when we were moving from WordPress.com to WordPress.org, and the Mr. Googlebot decided our site didn't <laughs> exist for a little while, and it was just WordPress wanted to hide all of our content. I was, like, sitting in a ball, like, oh, my God, I lost all these recipes. like Wah. But we worked things out, and Melanie, <laughs> the web development, goddess fixed it all so that was really good but that was that was a scary little challenge there when I was like thinking oh god we're going to, have to start from one again <laughs> it was a lot but
1: thankfully that got there. Sounds like you're doing well with Summer Magazine. Please tell everyone all the different ways we can contact you and look at Summer Magazine.
0: Yeah of course um you can visit our web site at www.simmermagazine.com. You can also email us with any questions, inquiries, or interest in writing for the magazine. If any foodies out there just want to give us some unique recipes or write restaurant reviews, or if you're a college student yourself or a young professional, um, you can email us at simmermagazinemedia at gmail.com. And um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, at slash SimmerMag or at SimmerMag.
1: Yeah, check us out. All right. Thank you, Nisreen, for being with us today. You did great. Of course. Thank you so much, Seb.
0: This has been The Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.